everyone. Welcome to my podcast. This is Grace Aubin interviewing my dad, Gary Aubin, on September 12, 2021. This interview is taking place at our home, which we share in Roseville, California. Before we begin our interview, I'm going to ask my dad if he could give me his full consent to being recorded. Dad? I, Gary Aubin, consent to being recorded for the purpose of the Oral History Project for Ethnic Studies at Roseville High School. I understand that other students will listen to my story. Perfect. Thank you, Dad, for giving me your consent. Now we can begin the interview. Please state your age and date of birth. So my age is 51, and I was born May 6, 1970. Okay, let's get into some real questions now. Dad, how would you describe your childhood? I think I had a great childhood. I grew up in El Paso, Texas. I had a brother and a sister, mom and dad all lived together. Parents are still together and just great, pretty normal family. Um, you know, went to school and, you know, hung out and with friends, just like you guys did, played a lot of sports, mm-hmm. although it wasn't like year round sports like it is now. So we just uh, kind of all played the different sports. Um, just hung out with mostly like neighborhood kids and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, just out in the front, like riding bikes and, and kind of doing kid stuff. But yeah, had a really great childhood. Yeah, that's cool. It was kind of like mine then. Continuing with the topic of childhood, what's the craziest story you have of your childhood? Oh, gosh. I would say the craziest story is probably my parents, they owned a rental house across from it was behind our house so we had to drive it was literally like a block away mm-hmm. and I went with my dad and my whole family and we were there fixing up the house because we were gonna get some new renters in there and coming back home my dad had the tailgate down of the truck so we could sit on the back of it because back then it was like you could do that kind of stuff so me and my brother were sitting on the back of the tailgate and as we got close to the house, I felt like we were going pretty slow. Mm-hmm. And so my brother said, you know, why don't we jump out? Because it looked like we were going slow. So um, I said, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Jump out of a moving truck. But it looked like I said, I thought it was going slow. And then um, so he was going to jump first, but then he actually talked me into jumping first. And so I did. It didn't work out so good. Mm-hmm. I like totally like tumbled and everything. And we were about three houses away from my house when I did that. My my arm was messed up. I was all scratched up. And then when we stopped, my brother ran over to me and was like, don't tell dad, don't tell dad. So he actually paid me like a dollar, which is probably like five or 10 bucks now, not that big of a deal. But he paid me like a dollar not to tell my parents. And I went to the bathroom and I was just in there and like nursing my wounds for a long time. And my parents never knew. (laughs) So they still don't know to this day? They don't know. (laughs) crazy it's weird how you did that for a dollar i know well yeah exactly (laughs) okay so now let's talk about your high school how do you think your high school experience is most different from mine um so growing up in el paso it was different right so it's a lot different than like roseville Mm -hmm. um growing up in a border town a lot of my friends were hispanic and so it was very normal to go into juarez and and Mm -hmm. really go to the bars and stuff it was actually normal our parents knew we would go over there because they did it during their childhood Uh so um a typical saturday night for us might be going over 
you know, we would do football games and we'd do everything that you guys are doing now and yeah. a lot of school spirit and stuff. But our weekends were different. Like I said, you know, a Saturday would may consist of us going to Juarez and like watching the dog races and betting on them and mm-hmm. going to bars. And we were, you know, 16, 17 years old, which is crazy. Yeah, but it that is. But was, it wasn't that crazy at that time for where we live. But now looking back, it's pretty crazy. Mm. That's interesting. Let's move on to another stage in your life. So I know after high school, you went to college. And how was that? Oh, it was amazing. Right. So I knew I wanted to go away to college just Mm -hmm. because El Paso was kind of a small town, kind of isolated town. And although it was great for high school, I just knew that there would be more out there. Um, So I went to Southwest Texas State University, Mm -hmm. which was um, right outside of Austin, which is about a 10 hour drive from where I was. So I wasn't able just to kind of go home on the weekends and that kind uh-huh. of stuff. And um, I had a really, really good college experience. I didn't know what I wanted to study, changed majors a couple times in college. Um, ended up with the um, graduating with business administration degree. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but you know, I had a really, really good time in college. I didn't know a lot of people since my college was so far away from my house. As a matter of fact, I didn't know anybody there. So I ended up, um, I was going to play basketball there. And then after a couple of weeks of working out with the team, I saw met a bunch of guys in my dorm and they were all kind of rushing a fraternity and it looked like a lot more fun than the basketball route. Uh-huh. And so I ended up um, joining a fraternity and mm-hmm. just made some really, really good friends, lifelong friends. And it, it gave me a nice connection to the, you know, to the university. Yeah, and so college cool. was, yeah, college was awesome. Great experience. And, mm. and So you were going to go play basketball and then you changed your mind? Yep. I changed my mind and just decided it wasn't for me at that point mm-hmm. and went a different route. Yeah. I'm glad I did because I had a yeah, I had a really good time. Yeah, that's good. Um, so then after college, like what happened after there, after you graduated? What did you do with your life? Um, so after that, I actually moved back to El Paso and I was going to sell real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some friends of mine were all decided we were all right out of college and we were working, but no one was really ready to start working like for our career yet, mm-hmm. myself included. So then, um, I ended up, um, going in the airlines. And then through that, I ended up in Los Angeles and I had some friends from Texas come visit me in Los Angeles. And then they ended up staying. Um, and then, so that's where I met, uh, mom oh, wow. down in LA. And then, so we lived down there and we traveled a whole bunch. And then mm-hmm. um, we decided when it was time to have a family and like really settle down and not just live in an apartment on the beach, which obviously sounded great at the time, <laughs> but yeah. we um, decided it was either going to be San Diego or the, you know, Northern California. Uh-huh. And we just kind of like Northern California. And so we decided up here and when we moved up here we didn't know one place to another uh-huh. and so um so then we um ended up in roseville and we just um have stayed here we bought a house uh-huh. and i ended up you know getting a job and then with mom and the airlines i always knew that i needed a job that um would afford me 
the ability to stay home with you guys a lot and be around. And I knew I wanted to coach you guys in a lot of the sports and be around for that. So I didn't necessarily want like a nine to five job. Mm -hmm. So I've always just created my own job, whether it's like financial advising um, or I owned a drywall company in, in real estate and all that. So I've always really had a job that kind of fit my lifestyle. Yeah. Right now, real estate fits perfectly. Yep. And it's something that um, I can foresee myself doing like forever. It's not something I don't think I will ever retire like a lot of mm-hmm. people. Um, I don't have that job. And, you know, having my mentor as my mom, who's 80 years old and still has a real estate company, yeah, it's something it's really I can cool. see. She's yeah. Sharp. So I want to definitely be able to have time off whenever I want. But I actually really enjoy working where I don't believe there will ever be a time that I'm not working. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, So what was the happiest day of your life? Speaking of just now that we've talked about kind of your whole life up until here, what was one of the happiest days or some of them? Um, Well, that's, I guess, pretty easy. Happiest days were, I would say, wedding, getting married was probably the happiest. And then when Mm -hmm. all each one of you guys were born, the kids being born were Mm -hmm. probably the next happiest days of my life. Yeah. And speaking of like, when we were born, then you became a parent. How has being a parent changed you? Um, being a parent has changed me by you, you just you're accountable to someone else other than yourself and your spouse, right? When you're mm-hmm. when you're first married, or you know when you're single or just married, you don't really have to, you know, you're just accountable to yourself. You just have to wake up and be accountable to yourself and your spouse. Yeah. But with kids, obviously, now you have, you know little people at that point that you have to raise to be good humans. And so it's changed by, it's changed everything, right? You have to parent every single day. You have to be accountable. You have to be the person your kids think you are. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, it changes a a, a ton, but it's a real positive change. Yeah. It's life changing. It's very, it matures you like to really, really quick. Uh-huh. And then you start, you know, you start living for your kids and you wanting to um, set great examples for them and you want them to, you know, live their best life. And yeah. so by, you know, you have to show them how to do that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So now we've really talked about your whole life. Um, now you've said you're 51. So at 51, do you regret anything that's happened? Or you know, do you just live with no regrets? I absolutely live with no regrets. Mm-hmm. If if I could start over and do everything again to 51, there's not one thing I would change. Yeah, that's cool. It's kind of how I live too. Cause like everything happens for a reason and stuff like that, you know? Yep. That's what I, that's, I agree. Mm-hmm. And the final question to conclude our interview is what piece of advice would you give a 16 year old like me who has their whole life ahead of them? Um, I would say, live your life to the fullest take chances um i would say you know when when asked to go places or do things in life Mm -hmm. say yes don't let money stop you from from like living your dream or your best life Mm -hmm. and do road trips just when people are going somewhere and you have the decision like oh should i do it or should i not do it Mm -hmm. like do it like see as much of this world as you possibly can travel as much as you can and really see how big this world is and is you know take advantage of all the opportunities that, yeah. that come your way yeah thanks for the advice 
You're welcome, daughter. And so that concludes our interview, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Dad, for letting me interview you. High five. It's been nice knowing some more things about you. Excellent. <laughs>